Welcome to our chat online. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dana. And who else we got on there? Ben. <laughs> we do. Ben's joining us uh, as always. Now, as everybody knows, none of us, none of us right now are at our home because Dana and I have been on the road driving cross country from Las Vegas and we made it to Baton Rouge. We'll tell that story in a minute. Um, but even Ben, Ben's not at home. Ben's hanging out like on the beach somewhere, aren't you, Ben? Yeah, I'm down in South Florida on the uh, Atlantic Atlantic coast, uh, enjoying the water. How is oh, how's the water? So nice. Uh, the waves were strong today. The water is warm, uh, and the pool is nice. And uh, I've been drinking profusely since I got here. <laughs> oh, we know that. We know that. We found that out on the last show. <laughs> As long as you're not, <laughs> as long as you're not driving, it'll be all right. So yeah, you're on vacation; no, you can no, enjoy it. Yeah, no driving. Matter of fact, I'm sitting here on the balcony uh, on the fifth floor, uh, overlooking the ocean right now. And when this is over with, uh, me and uh, Jesse May are going down to the pool. Oh man, he's sitting, Dana. Think about this. He's sitting on the fifth floor, overlooking the ocean. We're sitting in Baton Rouge, overlooking. Nothing. We're on the first kind of, floor. Yeah, we're on the first floor. But if you look out the window out there, it's like trash. <laughs> it's not pretty. Yeah. It's not the ocean. Uh, it's beautiful down here. Yeah. It's beautiful down here. I don't I don't know how people down here are they're so they're so lucky to have the watercolor because we don't we don't have that in North Florida. The watercolor is just ucky. Now how long are you gonna be down there? Uh we're on vacation for a week. Oh, that's so good. We're be. here until Sunday. Ah, Sunday. That's going to be nice. You get to relax the whole weekend. Yeah, we'll, be driving, we'll be driving back Sunday. So, uh, yeah, we uh, saw something interesting today we never seen before. Um, you know what a Publix grocery store is, right? Absolutely. Where so shopping we went to this Publix grocery store. Yeah, right. So we went to this Publix grocery store today, and it was the first Publix grocery store I've ever been to that's got a – a parking garage really? and the parking garage on this is on the second floor. And when you pull in, you gotta, you gotta get on the escalator and go downstairs to where the groceries are. And then you shop and all that. When you're ready to leave, you take your cart and you hook it up on this escalator and it, it's got a hook in the front and it grabs a hold of your cart and it lifts it up to the second floor. And then you recover your, you get on different escalator and recover your groceries when you get to the top. And, Jeez, uh, that's fancy there now. That sounds like something IKEA would come up with. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, it's it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, we, least. we don't have we don't have a Publix here in Baton Rouge, <laughs> and if we did, it would. You have a piggly wiggly, man. You have a piggly wiggly there. I haven't seen a piggly wiggly. We saw that story. We saw yesterday. It was right at the road. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> That's the grocery store. <laughs> Hi, neighbor. I never heard of that. But, uh, well, it, it sounds like you're you're enjoying yourself down there. We are in uh, Baton Rouge, just so everybody knows. We made the trip across country. Stopped a couple of times along the way. Dana stopped and saw this big uh, meteor crater thing somewhere in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Near Winslow, Arizona. It was a long, long Winslow. drive. Yeah, near Winslow, Arizona. The Eagles standing on the car. You know, I flew up. 
I flew over that one time when I was on my way to Vegas and I saw the, the, the meteor crater from, from the plane. I was like, wow, I, I need to go there in person and check that out. So how, how was it when you went? That would be Dana because I had to sit in the car with Trixie. You know, it was interesting. They have like a little museum and a little gift shop. I did not pay for the tour because um, I was by myself and I didn't want to wait 45 minutes for the next tour to start, which actually goes around the rim of the crater. Um, But you could still walk out and actually see the crater. Um, You just weren't, I guess, as close as the, the group would be. Uh, it was interesting. I will say um, it's huge, a huge opening, you know, um, but there was a smell. Uh, like oh, a, the whole place. That's right. Yeah, it had like I a was outside. bad smell. <laughs> there, were, there were flies everywhere, and these big, giant black crows kept landing all around me and Trixie, and it was really weird. It was smelly, and there were flies and big black crows. I just think that's bad. Something's evil about that. That's, that's strange. Uh-huh, I thought so too. I didn't know what that was. Uh, you didn't well, the, smell it. The movie The movie Starman with Jeff Bridges uh had a scene there at Winslow, Arizona, if I remember right, of that meteor crater. Did y'all ever see that movie? I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't, didn't know it. anything about this meteor crater. We happened to drive upon it and Dana wanted uh-huh. to Dana's a TikTok star, so she wanted oh, to go out there and mm-hmm. make a TikTok at the crater. So we did that. And we didn't stop at the first casino the entire trip either. Oh, wait, we did. We stopped at Route 66 for me to go to the bathroom. Well, there, that was running in and pee real quick. That didn't have anything to do with <laughs> I would have played, but yeah, we're in the car waiting. So It's different when you're driving across country with a little chihuahua. you got to take care of them. <laughs> so, but it's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. but to everybody that, uh, you know, is listening, uh, is listening to his newer adventure, we did finally make it to Baton Rouge. And Dana, give us your... Thoughts and listen. If you're listening to us from Baton Rouge, we apologize for what you're about to hear. But um, <laughs> now, how do you know my thoughts? Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> Tell us about Baton Rouge. What do you think so far? Baton Rouge is very crowded. It's got some angry drivers there. Baton uh, Rouge. Baton Rouge is nasty. Baton Rouge is very old and I, nasty. Yeah, it is. There are big. I tell you, they don't invest money in the roads. Whereas no, we, went it, when we, some, were, we went through some potholes that was as big as that meteor crater. I ran over some. <laughs> yep, I sure did. I hit them um, because you can't avoid them, really. But it's amazing. But but you think about Rouge, LSU. LSU, the Tigers, this is where they are. I can't even imagine. I've got to give them a lot more credit now that they're as good as they are. And <laughs> and this is the city they're from because this is bad. I will is say. It like a swamp? Is it like a swamp there? Outside of the city was a, a lot of swamp land. But no, in inside is not. It's if, let me, let me think about, think about, um, oh, man, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very old, mm-hmm. old town. There's, there's just like nothing new. Yeah. It's very old and and it hasn't been upgraded since the seventies type yeah, of thing. I think that's we're you know we're coming from Vegas and if you haven't been to Vegas in a while, they are constantly building. I mean, there's new structures and they're constantly doing road work. And yes, we complained every single day because you couldn't get on one road without bone, um, barrels and cones everywhere. I mean, they're just they cover. Vegas. But I will say when you're driving on the streets, it's nice. I mean, you're not yeah. hitting any potholes and you're not worrying about messing up your car. 
Um, here it's here it's different. There's nothing being built that's new. Actually, there's lots of things that have haven't survived. I mean, there's boards on a lot of things like Hardee's and Dana, the, banks. The and, whole city looks like it hasn't survived. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 so, so this is picture of this now. Ben is on the fifth floor overlooking the ocean, and we are sitting in a hotel in Baton Rouge. Um, and I can't say this is a good neighborhood either, but here we are. Um, but it's okay. It is what it is, and that's not important. What is important though, Ben is right on the edge of the Bermuda Triangle down there. Ben, we need you, we need you to, to, you know, take one for the team here and, uh, uh-huh. Take you a boat or a raft out in that triangle out there and let us know if anything happens. Well, what if we don't hear from him yeah, again? How's he going to let us know? Then we'll know. <laughs> we're thinking about doing a little deep sea uh, trip out there, do a little deep sea fishing. I don't know if we, we will or not, but. Uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it, the water the water is uh, beautiful, and, you know, the Gulf Stream comes in close to the shore here, and um, so you don't really have to go out too far to get in deep water. Right. You know, so. But is um, this something that could make you, make you, like, seasick? It could, yeah, it could. If, if, you're, if, you're not, uh, if you're not good with keeping your sea legs and stuff. But ben, the balance isn't really good. Ben is a Navy man. He He's a seaman. He can do it. No, I wasn't thinking about him. I that's was thinking about you. Could you do it? No, I couldn't. That's don't always translate over, you know, because, <laughs> uh, you know, those, those ships in the Navy, you know, were big. Um, but I was a landlubber when I was in the Navy. I did all my time, and most of my time was overseas and – I did some time in Virginia. I did some time overseas, but I never did any. I never did any sea time. I did overseas tour, not not sea duty. So you weren't out at sea a, a whole lot, even though you're in the Navy. You actually weren't out on these ships all the time. Not one day. Oh, see, I didn't know that was. I didn't even know that was possible. I thought it everybody is, was. But it, the way it works, the way it works is based on the rate that you uh, come in. Uh, to the service, you have uh, what they call a seashore rotation. And uh, because I was married, I um, got shore duty off right out of school. So they gave me shore duty for my first four years. And then when it comes time for my sea duty, instead of me taking sea duty, I took overseas duty so that I went to, uh, I went to Italy and I spent, I spent my next four years in Italy. And then when it was time for me to to uh, re-enlist, I told them, I said, I'm done. I'm getting out. So, Okay, so you did eight years. Yes. Okay, so, okay. All right, that's nice. And since then, military behind you. Now you're just relaxing. I can still picture it. He's on that fifth floor right now. That's all I can think about as we sit in Baton Rouge that he's on the fifth floor overlooking the ocean. Oh, oh, they're flying kites down here. Uh, <laughs> some, some of the scenery has been pretty nice the last few days, but I'm not going to go into that too much. But the, well, scenery, the scenery is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is. And the weather, and the weather has been good. They were uh, supposed to be 50% chance of rain today, and we got up this morning and uh, walked out to the beach, and everything just disappeared. It's just been blue skies. 
so the the clouds just sort of parted for us so well that's nice it's been nice yeah, that's nice. So, Ben, yeah. we've been on the road the whole week, so we haven't got to see anything in the news. And we always like to talk about stuff that's going on in the news. So you're going to have to, like, give me an update. Maybe you've seen, is there anything new in the news that we would be talking about? Well, you know, I've been sort of disconnected for a couple of days. But, you know, they're still talking about a lot of, a lot of these shootings and uh, the Parkland shooting that happened down here in Florida. Uh, they're They're – prosecuting this guy right now and you know they they're giving him a fair trial um even though they know the guy shot shot up the place right and um you know but i was i was telling my wife i said i said so when they convict him they should they should line him up and with about 10 people with ar-15s and only give one guy one bullet and and let a couple of guns click before one actually goes off and puts him out of his misery and let <laughs> let him feel a little pain you know mm-hmm. but they won't do that that's too that's too humane we won't do that but you know that's that's what's in the news down here in south florida but they're still talking about uvalde in texas and um because they're saying you know we talked about this before about um the police officers getting in the school like two minutes after he entered yeah, and they waited 50 something minutes and they never pulled the trigger. It was a border patrol agent that came in that took him down and the, the that's pathetic. You know? Didn't they release more video? I think I saw something on there. They released something that yellow was making the police department look even worse. Something this something this yellow, past week. Yeah. It was a guy There was a, they, they were, they showed him standing around in the hallway and one of the one of the police officers set his gun down and went over and hit the hand sanitizer and sanitized his hands. Oh, see. Oh, geez. Like, While there's kids in there being shot. Yes, yes. Oh, so you know, they're the, the parents down there are 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 in an uprage, and they should be. Yeah, that's I mean, the thing. That, they should be. That, yeah. Wow. So I mean, that so they're. And that you know they're talking about other shootings. I mean, there was a shooting in Indiana um, today. There was a whole bunch of them. I can't even remember any any of them. But there was one in Indiana today too that a, a man actually with a uh, legal carry firearm took him down. See, and, that, that uh, is always a good thing. They don't talk a whole lot about that. They talk about the the bad, yeah. but they don't talk about. More than once, we saw one in West Virginia where a man popped up. Was it a church? It was thing? At, no, it was at a graduation. At a graduation ceremony, yeah. somebody popped up with a like an AR. They had a, and said something about they're going to kill everybody. And there was a lady in the audience that popped up and took him out with one shot. He never got the first shot off, and she had her gun yeah. legally. So we we don't talk about that a whole lot. Uh, we do need some kind of gun control. There's no doubt. I just know that the bad people are going to get the guns anyway. So we can't take it away from the good people. We need those good people. But yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, I mean, we need to have really, we need, this is probably not going to be favorable with a lot of people, but we really need to have open carry. And the reason we need to have that is because people need to know, people need to know that if they go into a place that, um, 
they're not just going to shoot it up because there's people there that's that's going to respond and yeah and um yeah that's, absolutely that's something you'll think twice if you walk in a place and you see three or four people walking around with guns you know open you know you you'll think twice so before talk, you start shooting so let's talk about this for a second because i was thinking about it earlier i was watching it on the on the evening news so so the evening news every evening they show all these shootings and these shootings in my opinion provoke these other people to come up and grab a firearm and become the next serial shooters right so keep keep that in mind on a football field something completely completely um not the same subject a guy decides he wants to take his clothes off and runs across the field stark ass naked well guess what they do they turn the cameras and they don't talk about it yeah yeah they get that's but right the tv they but on the TV, they won't talk about these gun shootings, and all it does is pro- promote provoke more, you know. So yeah, because that that other the next idiot out there is seeing all the publicity that this guy got, and they want their share. Yeah, he's gonna get his second in the uh, in the national news. Right. Absolutely. And what you're saying about football games is true. They now have it where they will turn the cameras away because for the exact reason they don't want this naked person running across the field to get on TV and get all this exposure, exposure. That's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but nevertheless, because that's going to make somebody else want to do it. And then somebody else mm-hmm. turn the, the camera away at the next. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. It, it makes perfect sense, but that is the way it is. We just, we're talking now though about shootings. You know, what did they say? How many does it take to make a mass shooting? Three, five, something like Three that. Three or four, right? Three or four, yeah, three or four. See, that's ridiculous. So, Chicago and Detroit every weekend are loaded with mass shootings. I mean, that's that's nothing. Yeah. Three or four. I, th- I think there was like seventeen this past weekend or something. You know that they're considering uh, mass shootings, but you know, well, a mass shooting, and they consider mass shooting three or four people. I mean, that a mass shooting could could be. Uh, you know, in your house. I mean, that could be, uh, absolutely. You could shoot your family. You could shoot your family. It would be a mass shooting. A mass shooting is Vegas. What happened in Vegas uh, on that October 1st, Mm -hmm. one October, one October. Yeah. In Vegas, that's a mass shooting. That man shot mass amounts of people. So there's just such a big difference in in the two of those things. But the definition, the definition, is running different because they they want they're wanting to get this thing in the public and, and keep it in the and st- keep it stirred up in the public's uh, eye so that when this election comes down they elect people that are more favorable to put gun control in. That's what the Democrats are hoping anyway. So and I don't think there we need we need gun control. We do need a way, but. I don't think we've come up with the right way yet. And I'm not the expert. I can't tell you what the right way is. I don't know, you know, but that's not my job to figure that out. They're the politicians. That's their job. That's why they're elected. But we do need something. Yeah. Yeah. The situation now has grown so desperate that there's not going to be any, there's not going to be any short way of getting out of the problem that the country has. Right. So what do you think? So about- let's say, if, let's say, if- Go ahead. So if let's say if the let's say if the country just decided to 
ban the Second Amendment and go away from guns. We know that's not going to happen, but if but if they did, there would still be shootings and there would be nothing nobody could do about it. And they'd say, oh, wait, we've got all these gun laws, but we can't get the guns out of people's hands. It'll take them 100 years to do that. Dude, we're going to have mass casualties. I mean, we can go back to September 11th. Look at all the people that died and there was no guns used at all. None. Yeah. There are ways and people will do it because we have we have some idiots. We have some crazy people in the world. They will come up with a way to do it. If you took away guns, Ben, we've talked about the ARs before. What is your thought on you know, everybody or just anybody being able to have one. Is it is it safe? Well, you know, the AR an AR-15 is is really not much different than any other uh, semi-automatic firearm. It's just it's just got bad publicity because that's the gun that everybody seems to want to pick up and use. Um, is it fully automatic? I mean, is it where you hold the trigger in and you're just constantly firing? No, full automatic is, um, that's illegal to own. Right. It's so illegal those, to possess. There you go. So those are already illegal, right? So even if you had the AR, yeah. you went into the mall or whatever, you went into a casino and I'm not giving anybody, I'm not telling people what to do, but if you went into some place, so every shot you actually had to manually pull the trigger. Yes. Even with an AR. Yes. Well, yeah, what's the big deal? Yes. What's the big deal? Is it because they hold so many rounds? Well, I, I guess there's a 30 pound, a 30 round uh, uh, magazines, you know, and and literally to to drop the magazine, you push a button and the magazine is heavy enough that it'll fall out and hit the floor. Then you can grab one out of your satchel or whatever and slap another one up in there okay. and hit the charging hand. You got another 30 rounds. So. You can you can expend a lot of rounds fast. Yeah. With one. But you can do so that even with, say, with some handguns, can't you? Pop the clip out real quick. Yeah. Yeah, you can have a nine millimeter that holds fourteen, uh, fourteen or fifteen, um, you know, and you could still do the same thing, but um you're just gonna have to you know, change the magazines uh, twice as much. Okay, gotcha. So, so, the, so the big problem with the ARs is that that you can have so many rounds. I mean, you you can just keep going. Well, that's one of the things that the Biden administration is trying to um, look at, and I think the Obama administration tried to do the same thing. They're trying to uh, ban the high capacity um, magazines and drop it down to you know, five or 10, right. You know, instead of, instead of having 30, but they do have those magazines on the market right now, uh, five, five round, 10 round, 20 round and 30 round, or you can buy a drum, what they call a drum. You can snap it up in the bottom. It'll hold a hundred. Well, what do you think? I mean, I know, and you have ARs and you're, you're a gun person, but do you think the average person needs to be able to fire 30? I mean, you know, does, is that what people need? Well, you know, there's two ways of looking at that. But, you know, they, everybody doesn't need to have one. Right. But who's is it the government's right to tell you you can't own one because uh, you're a gun enthusiast and you like to go out to the gun range on the weekends and, and shoot them up, you know? Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of people do that. And 
but yeah, they they probably need to probably restrict its um, its release to everybody, you know, especially these younger kids. But you know, yeah, yeah. There's not going to be any. There's not going to be any quick way of of getting out of the problem because the AR the AR is like the number one. The AR-15 is like the number one selling gun in America. You know, how much do they? And cost? a few. Well, you know, I'm in the process of building one right now, and when I'm done with it, it'll it'll be probably five or six hundred dollars. But you can you can spend two thousand on one. It just depends on how fancy you want it to be. You know, um, I don't. You know, I just build my. I just build basic, basic nice looking guns that shoot well that i enjoy to sh- and i enjoy shooting them you know would you be against but, them making it where you know they would only fire five or ten now the people that already have it you know you can't take away what people already have that you know if you've got it you've got it but if they quit making those and made it where you know you know it's five or ten is the most you can use well, you think of it like this if if they if the government came out and and they said okay we're going to ban 30 round magazines and we're going to, we're going to uh, mandate that everybody that has a 30 round magazine, turn it in by such and such date and we'll replace it with a 10 round magazine. Okay. Let's say they did that. And if you didn't turn it in by such and such date and you got caught with it, you're going to spend some federal prison time. They could do that. And that's probably the direction that they'll try to go if, if they could ever get it passed. Okay. But um, they won't ever actually say, okay, we're not going to, you know, if, if they, if they go to a smaller round magazine, the only way they're going to actually get the, get the mass firings down is to reduce the magazine size that everybody has. The standard hunting gun only carries five. You can't, You could actually you could actually walk in walk into the woods if you have a, a gun a gun permit with a five round magazine and an AR fifteen if you wanted to use that gun to bring down a deer right you could do it you know okay. um, but if you walk in woods with a ten round or twenty round or thirty round you're breaking the law okay gotcha all right so well we do we definitely need to do to do something. So, and this is not a Republican Democrat thing. I mean, this is just common sense. We need to do something. We do need to restrict who gets, uh, who gets the guns. And, and I don't know how you're going to do that, you know, so I can't, I'm not telling you how to do that, but there are people that don't need a gun. That's just obvious. Um, but the problem yeah. is maybe they can't get illegally. But they you will can, find a you way. can buy a gun. Yeah. We're, let me tell you what, we're in Baton Rouge. I bet you if I wanted to find a gun, mm-hmm. I could find one here. So, yeah, watch the evening news. See how much shoot them. See how many shoot 'em ups there are. You know, so yeah, it, it's just amazing. I don't really. And I tell you what, another thing is when you see these shootings, like you see shootings and and a lot of the other major crimes. Do you, do you ever notice that they always say this person was either just just released from prison or they're out on probation or parole, that kind of stuff? It it it's amazing yeah. that you've already committed these crimes before. You were sent to prison. For 30 years, we let you out in 10, and you immediately get out and do it, and then we act surprised. Like, 
I mean, of yeah. course. Yeah, and the mental health, and the mental health, uh, they're not really, they're not really pursuing it. You know, uh, when when they got somebody that was a juvenile and he was in trouble with the law, when he was uh, underage, and he all of a sudden becomes, you know, eighteen or nineteen, and he can go out and buy a firearm. You know, he, you know, he should have fell under some type of a, um, a restriction. You know, until he was deemed safe, you know, to own a firearm. And it's, it shouldn't just be for young kids. It should be for anybody that, you know, is mentally unstable, you know. So, um, but how are you going to enforce that? That's the hard thing. And that's the one thing the government's going to have trouble with is, you know, how to enforce it, you know. So, yeah. Well, this um, is how, how do you know if somebody's mentally unstable until, uh, you know, psychiatrists are involved? And, and yeah, you can't you have know. you can't have them just picking people out and having them evaluated. I mean, that's you just can't do that. But somebody can become crazy overnight if their wife leaves them, or if their husband mm-hmm. leaves them, or you know, they could become uh, unstable almost immediately. Right. And some people handle it way different than other people. So, so this situation is not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Well, this is a little different than the, the gun situation, but talking about mental or people being mentally unstable. Um, one thing that you're not hearing about as much are assaults on nurses and where people are actually, um, like recently, I think it was in Missouri, there was a nurse um, doing the triage at the front and she had called this patient back and um, the lady ended up taking out a knife and like stabbing her multiple times in the neck. And then the EMT from the back of the emergency room, I guess, had came up. She turned around and stabbed him. Um, And it just so happened, I guess they said that like one of the trauma surgeons you know, worked at the hospital, came and scooped up the nurse and took her back and they, you know, immediately took her into surgery. But that's, that's a thing. You, these people are not right. And it doesn't even have to be a gun. They're using knives and box yeah. cutters and anything. Yeah. Hey, the world, the world's a dangerous place, you know, the world's a dangerous place. It's, it's sad that, that, uh, you know, our, our care workers are having to go through that kind of stuff. You know, and yeah, I mean, uh, just like, for them. you know, we, we, we talked with, with our, with our cop the other day, you know, on the show, um, Randy and what they go through is just absolutely scary mm-hmm. that you are constantly walking up to these vehicles, knowing they could pull a gun out and shoot you. And, and the world is crazy enough, as you were just saying that it does happen. And they've got to think about that every yeah. single time. And if that police officer makes the wrong move, yep, and something happens, the news is all over him. Well, because we, all, because all these cameras and everything that's, that's out there, and they they the cop the the police officers need to be well trained. They need to be the best well trained uh, force that we have on the streets with the firefighters. They need to be well trained to handle any situation, but they need to have the state-of-the-art uh, electronics in their car that, that can prove what what they're doing. Well, they need to be – they do need to be trained. They really do. 
but we also need to kind of have their backs because, you know, they, they're going into situations I've never been into. Um, unless you were at war, you know, we've had soldiers that are in the, these situations, but that has got to be an awful situation. I mean, we've got to have their back, too. I mean, if they decide, yeah. at, they only have a second to make that decision like we talked about. And if you pull a weapon or, you know, if you if you won't do what they say and then you reach your hand into your pants, we've got to be we got to have their back when they put a bullet in you. And and I do. Yeah. But, you know, there's some out there, some people that are just so out there because we had a situation in Vegas where two police officers were in a restaurant eating. Do you remember that? And a guy just came in and shot both of them in the head. Yeah. While they were eating. While they were eating. I remember. Now that's just terrible. I mean, but it's the world yeah, we—it's the world we live in. It's just changed. So, let me ask you this: another yeah. question for you, Ben. We're just jumping to something different. But while we're still talking about law, and I don't know if you're like a motorcycle rider, but what is? Get your <laughs> thoughts on this. You—you you have to have a seatbelt on when you're in an automobile, which you're fairly safe because you know you got airbags everywhere, because that's for your safety. How can you get out on a motorcycle in a lot of states? You don't even have to wear a helmet. I know that's 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 completely that's completely crazy right there. Yeah. I mean, if I was I don't ride a bike, but if I was going to ride a bike, that'd be the first thing I wanted is a helmet on my head. Absolutely. You know? But I just can't believe that we will pull somebody over if they don't have a seatbelt on. But at the same time, you'll have a motorcycle rider with no helmet on and he's going in between cars. Mm-hmm. At ninety miles an hour, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's legal. In and out. Yeah, I mean, if 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 the yeah, seatbelts are to save our lives, well, they definitely should be wearing a helmet. Isn't it crazy how the laws are so uh, they're yeah. so crazy and they they're so all over the place? Yeah, all over you the would, place. You think, yeah, you would think that helmets would be mandatory and required, and they were for many many years. And I forget how many years ago it was that that they got away from that. I'm, I want to say it was like 15 years ago or something like that. But, but when we were right, when we were when we were kids and we were coming up, uh, helmets were required. Yeah, and so and they should be. On, they got away from. It. They should be required. Should be. I mean, come on, we in Vegas we saw it a lot, and we saw it even coming here too. These motorcycles, and I'm telling you, they will be flying past the cars so fast, zigzagging in and out with no helmet on. I just don't get it. The common sense should tell you that is so dangerous. Because here's the deal, you know what? Even if I'm the one that makes a mistake, because I could easily be changing lanes and not see you coming on that motorcycle at 100 miles an hour. If I do, it, you're going to dent up my car a little bit. But guess what? I'm going to be alive. You're going to be dead. You well, bump your head, you're done. Yes. Well, have you ever heard of this? When I was in Reno, they had a bad accident up there where um, someone had gotten ejected from the vehicle and had died. But they said that he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. But that... Um, they would even if he had lived or whatever, they would never have charged him with anything because um even though he wasn't wearing his seatbelt, it was something to do with the age of the vehicle. Yeah, there is, is a that certain, true? Yeah, if it's a certain uh, certain age they didn't have seatbelts. 
and you don't yeah. ha- you don't have to have a seatbelt if the car wasn't well, made with it. Well, it sounded like he had a seatbelt. He just didn't have it on. Uh, well, I know there was some that I remember them saying some. There was a certain age where they didn't seatbelts haven't always been required. I guess. Mm-mm. So, I mean, I remember the seatbelts hey, just came across your lap. Yeah, the braking systems weren't good in them. The seatbelts that goes across your lap, like you're talking about in the old Ford F-150 yeah. pickup truck, you, you slam on brakes and, and hit your noggin on the steering wheel, you might not wake up from it. You know, yeah. Yeah. steering wheel hard back then. Yeah. You know, everything's cushy-cushy now. And, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I, the, I always wear a seatbelt. Um, I, I, I just don't want to die. You know, I mean, and there's so many crazy drivers. And I know. You've got all these airbags, and you know we get well, our vehicles are pretty new, so we got airbags surrounding you and stuff like that. But you know it doesn't take much. It's just amazing you can look around when you're driving now at the amount of people that don't have a seatbelt on, and they got their phone in their hand right in front of them, staring down at it as they drive down the road at sixty miles an hour. Well, I yeah. will tell this story that happened to me one time, probably about mm, when when we were living in Jacksonville. I was coming home from work and I had topped the hill (laughs) and I was going fast. I'll admit I was doing probably 80 and uh, who's sitting at the bottom of the hill, Florida highway patrol. And they don't play. No, but I must say they were actually friendly to me because. And they gave you a ticket. Well, here's the thing. They told me that, um, well, first they wanted to see license and registration. Couldn't find it because I was nervous. That's Mm. the first time I'd ever been pulled over. I was scared. I didn't. I couldn't find nothing. I could find my license, and that's it. And then, yeah, I did get a ticket, but I only got a ticket for one thing because there were several things. Like they could have hauled. They probably could have hauled me off to jail, to be honest, because I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. I was speeding. Was that in that old truck? <laughs> I don't remember. No, I was in the car. <laughs> I was in a car. Uh-uh. Well, we had a truck that you could only you could only go like uh, probably twenty miles before you had to put more water in the radiator. So. <laughs> If you had to sit on the side of the road yeah. too long with the cop, you're going to be stuck there. No, but I, I have to admit, they were really nice to me because they probably could have could have taken me to jail or done something with me. But they said, what did they say? They at, least want, if I, they at least wanted to find out who I was if something happened to me or, or something like that. Oh. Maybe I couldn't find the license. Maybe I couldn't uh. even find my license. There was like several things. It was like a comedy of errors. You sound pretty clueless right now. Well, just I think this is how you were then. <laughs> it could have been. I hey, was... well, the Florida, the Florida State Troopers, if they pull you over, you're getting some type of a ticket. I don't know too many people that has gotten away from them and not gotten some type of a ticket from them. So, so. if the Florida, if Florida Highway Patrol stops you, they ain't playing. You're getting you in trouble. Pretty, you're pretty much gonna get a ticket. Yeah, you're pretty much gonna get a ticket, and. Um, yeah. You know, they, they uh, don't mess around too much like that. They, they're pretty serious about what they do. I mean, they radio it in, and, and they just going to write you a ticket. Yeah, that, that, they were really nice, though. But I will say I had another incident where they weren't. So not, not in Jacksonville. This was in Fort Myers. And they, you get stopped an awful lot because you were telling <laughs> stories in the last show about <laughs> Well, all I was saying was... I no was, wonder our I, insurance costs so much. I was speeding, but here's the thing. He Again. whipped in behind me so fast. Like, I really thought he was going to try and run me off the road. Okay. He, he wasn't friendly at all. He came up to the vehicle, and 
I guess I probably wasn't friendly. I didn't say much to him. I got a ticket, of course, but. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I remember when we were talking, you remember when we were talking to uh, that police officer, Randy, a few weeks ago? I wanted to bring this subject up. We just never got around to it because we had so much to talk about. But we were talking about do police profile. Right. Well, I'll tell you a short story. I was, I was working um, late one night. I used to work at a bowling center, and um, I was a mechanic in the bowling center. And I didn't get off work till 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was on my way home, and I was going through traffic, and uh, I uh, changed lanes, and I didn't put my turn signal on. Well, he come out of nowhere and pulled me over, put his bright, pulled me over. I pulled over, put his bright lights on me, you know, asked me to get out of the vehicle. He's shining some lights in my eyes and starts asking me all kinds of questions. He said, where are you going? Uh, why didn't you use your turn signal? I'm like, well, there's nobody on the road but me. I said, I didn't and you know so he was he was checking to see if i had been drinking and um and you know getting up close to me to smell and see if he could smell alcohol but they do profile i mean um because he he just figured hey this this vehicle's going fast and i really was i was going to speed limit and i just changed from the outside lane to the inside lane because i was getting ready to turn and uh Wait, but yeah, they do profile. So it wasn't even like you were actually making a turn. You were just changing lanes on the road. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. No, but hardly anybody uses a turn signal for that. Yeah. And then he pulled me over because it was it was two something in the morning mm -hmm. and he just assumed I was drunk. Absolutely. He just assumed I was drunk. Yeah. At two in the morning, you're leaving the bar. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I just got off. I just got off of work. And I'm going home, and I'm going to go to sleep as soon as you leave me leave me alone. You know? <laughs> yeah, but he was pretty he was pretty nice. I mean he he um he wasn't I mean he wasn't mean or snotty or nothing. He just pulled me over, asked me some questions, and he said, "Hey, you might want to use your turn signal." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah. Danny, you don't know this, but I, I, I remember when he worked at the the bowling alley. Oh. He was the one in the back. Oh. You know when the pins got stuck in the back and stuff? And, uh -huh. you know, he was the one back there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. cool. Yeah. You know what else? And this is something only, only Ben would know. For those who don't know, I've known Ben a long time. This, this, I want to think two words that he'll definitely remember. Roar home. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. You just would not. Let me tell you something, Dana. At the, we were at Poly Prims. We were we both worked at Poly Prims back then. Yeah, it was at the 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 nursing home, or the old folks home, whatever yeah, you want to call it. Yep. When they that they, was probably the worst thing I that was probably the worst thing I ever did to you. Got you a job down there. No, that, that was nasty. It, here's what we it's a laundromat. I mean, this is not a big 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 laundromat. Does all the laundry for like this place? And I'm gonna tell you something. After the holidays. You think about these old people after they eat all that food, what, what comes natural? All those sheets have to be washed. Oh. And they come yeah. and they came to us and you just reach your hands in them and, and throw them in these big washers. They probably didn't have gloves back yeah, then. It was, a, it was a big industrial uh, laundry where we did, uh, we cleaned the press sheets for uh, hospitals. Yes. You know, and we did uh, dry cleaning for people and. You know, but, pretty much. Pretty Dana, much you but y'all probably didn't wear gloves back then, right? I don't even remember. No. <laughs> but Dana, here's something. This no. is y'all should wash your hands. Ambulances. Now. We would get sheets that came in 
that Covered were so blood. bloody that looked like jelly. I mean, it was that thick. And, uh. and, and you get the operating room, like they, those little tools. We had buckets of those things that would be left clamped to the sheets and stuff. Oh, my God. Somebody's got to wash those sheets just in case you don't know that. Somebody's got to well, wash no, them. Well, no, I know, but ugh. we worked. Oh, it was, it was it was bad. I mean, it was bad. I never I never was lucky enough to be one of the people that saw it. But the laundromat I worked at um, wasn't wasn't polyprim. It was a different one. Um, but they got a finger out of one of the sheets <laughs> one day. And I was like, how in the hell do you? Hell, it's a finger, you know, okay, you count body parts before this person's missing a finger, you know, maybe, I don't know what happened. But Think about it that. Was, it must have fell off. It must have Somebody been Somebody reached chronic. in there and a finger was in the sheets. Oh, I would have died. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know like if it was an automobile movie. accident. I don't know if it was an automobile accident <laughs> or what, but, oh, you know. Oh, God. Back, that was back in our young days when we were, you know, 18, 19 yeah. years old and just trying, and just trying to make gas money, you know, and absolutely. I remember coming, I remember I remember coming home one night after two o'clock in the morning. I had been over with Jeff and he was closing a radio station. He was he was at just jockey at an AM radio station down on uh, Cypress Gardens Boulevard. Uh, what was the name of that station? Was that? That would have been. It wasn't WGTO. G, it might have been WZNG. That that's it. That's it. And we were in there spinning records, and yep. you were running the program. I was coming home from 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 there one night at two something in the morning, and I was on Highway 27 coming back into Lake Wells, and there was a big ass alligator in the middle of the road, and I had I was in my VW Beetle, and I had to swerve the middle. Of the wonder I, I made it through that. That gator was probably about eight or ten foot long. Dana, he had this this uh, this blue Volkswagen bug. This is the real deal, not like that new fancy stuff. This was the real deal, mm-hmm. and uh, that thing just did, went everywhere. That thing went. Everywhere. I can remember. <laughs> I can remember having a muffler problem one time, and Ben's pretty Ben's like the MacGyver. And I don't know what he did, but he used some kind of can, like a Coke can, down under, <laughs> and made it work. Cool. Those, yeah. We, we, yeah. Those were the days. But we did. Here's yeah, the, here's the deal, though. Ben, if you think about it, though, we did stuff back then. We'd go out till two in the morning hunting gators or later. We would go out till two doing whatever, like you said, at the radio station and stuff. We never thought twice about getting shot. And our parents weren't worried about us because of all the bad things out there. That's how the world has changed. But hang yeah, on. Yeah, really. Do you think that it was bad and we you just didn't have all of the media attention? No, you didn't I don't have think it was Facebook bad. and Twitter no. and all of that to share. No, I don't think it was. Things? I just don't think. No, because nothing ever happened. We we did all these things. We would roam out till three in the morning at a lake. We'd go to a pond out in the middle of an orange grove, and our parents didn't worry because there was nothing to worry about. It was just different. Yeah. I think the world was a, a, a nicer place back then. I mean, it just there wasn't that much going on. I mean, going back to my childhood, I was I was telling my mom, I was like, "What the hell happened on Halloween? You guys just just throw a sheet over us and just <laughs> kick her out the front door and say, I'll see you in a couple hours. I'll see you in a couple hours. We come home with a pillowcase half full of candy, and you know." They didn't worry about perverts opening the door and, uh, you know, dropping their pants or whatever they were going to do or getting abducted or anything like that. 
the world was different. And the thing is, Ben, when you uh, brought that bag of candy I back. I was going to say, could you eat it? Yes, you ate it. Okay. So you didn't have yeah. to worry about people putting anything in it that might hurt I you. I can or... remember stories way back then of some people putting razor blades in something. But for the most part, yeah, whatever candy you brought back, you ate on it. I mean, you didn't. It was it was just different. Yeah. But we're in twenty twenty two now, so this is a totally different world. But ah, Ben, I would appreciate you tonight because, as we said, we didn't have anything planned for tonight. Um, so we just wanted to kind yeah. of get on here and just talk about everything. We got to hear how Ben is relaxing at the beach and and how we're in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Not I, relaxing. I apologize to all you tiger go tiger people here, but Baton Rouge ain't. Yeah. You know, we complained I'm about Vegas. here at the beach. I'm sitting here at the beach the whole time we were talking, and I saw a drone leave, and he took off over the beach, and uh, I never saw him come back. Well, just now, he's they're about to recover him from the <laughs> fourth floor of the hotel. He's he's coming back over the balcony, and he caught him. He, oh. he recovered it. So that, this drone took off, and he shot out over the ocean, and I hadn't seen it. And since we've we've been talking almost the whole conversation, I was like, "Well, he must have got out there and crashed." Yeah, he's so. got he's got a camera on that thing, and he's just out there like he's flying over the ocean. That is nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's good. We'll 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 talk. We'll, it's, we can talk about some of the simpler times sometime. You know, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's nice to talk about the simpler times and yeah. reminisce about the old days. Yeah, instead of all the gun violence and everything that's going on today. Ben, I really do appreciate you tonight. Hey, you relax and, and enjoy the beats here, and we're going to get you back home. Let's see, this is a Tuesday. This is our Tuesday show, right? Mm-hmm. So we got one for Friday, too. We'll get back with you before Friday, and we'll talk some more. Okay, sounds good. I'm headed down to the swimming pool right now. I've got some uh, margaritas, and uh, my daughter's... Uh, ready to go so we're headed to the beach we're headed to the swimming pool and we'll talk to you then uh we'll talk to you later in the week y'all have a good one all right man i appreciate it bye ben all right bye there you go so as we dana sit in baton rouge wonderful baton rouge he's at the beach um i think i need a vacation you're on vacation. This is not a vacation this and i apologize again to those baton rouge people that might be listening but you know, maybe if you grew up here, you know how that is. If you uh-huh. grew up somewhere, you don't yep. notice anything. But just from what we've seen so far, um, just nasty. We got here, and, and our first thought when we got into Baton Rouge was like, let's turn this vehicle around and head back to Vegas as much as we complained. But it's it's okay. We'll be here. We're going to be here for a while, and then we'll move. continue to move east. So that's our plan anyway. So we are in Baton Rouge um, it's different. We'll just leave it at that. Baton Rouge is different. You agree? I agree. Now, there you go. We really do want to thank Ben tonight for uh, jumping in and uh, helping us out because we didn't have a topic. But hey, Dana, we are welcoming anybody to come on the show, right? Yeah. How do they? How do they get with us? Go to ourchatonline.com. Yep. Look for the little microphone. It's on the right hand side. Touch that. You can record a message there. Yeah, on your phone, your iPhone, whatever you have. Yeah. Um, That's the best way. And the group, we have a Facebook group, our chat online. You can become a member of that. Or share it. 
Yeah, share it. So, share it to your other friends and family. So help us out. Come on. We're traveling, so we're not getting to keep up with the news right now. So let us know what's going on. You want to talk about the old days? Something that happened to you back then, like Ben and his alligator in the middle of the road? Let us know about it. Dana will do this again uh, later in the week, and we'll have a Friday show as well. We'll still be here. We'll be back. here. Baton Rouge. So. Woohoo.